for your air candy with K&K. The music never sleeps. Get ready for your sugar high with coffee and candy, candy, candy. Air Candy, Air Candy. This is the Air Candy Podcast. JC and Cisco Kennedy here live in the studio. Just got back from an exciting weekend. Lots to talk about. Lots to play. Oh, yeah. What's happening, Mondo? I'm feeling good today. Oh, I'm feeling great. I'm still on that high from our weekend. So those that don't know or who knew but didn't show... Coffee and Candy had an amazing experience at Tiki Beach, a.k.a. Patty's, Westerly, Rhode Island, this past Sunday, August 26th. Uh, it was our first time playing there. Big shout out to Vinny Vibe and Eric, a.k.a. DJ Screwloose, who invited us. Amazing all around. Absolutely loved it. Hope to go back. Yeah, this is something that has been in the works for a while now. Uh, you know, it's not just something that was a random thought and said, yeah, pick a date and like we'll do it. Well, we had some talks about this for many, many months, trying to find a schedule that matches up with everybody. And everything just seemed to fall into play. And this was the date. I think this we got this as far as back as maybe like early June and July. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere, in, yeah, somewhere I mean, in that ballpark. The initial talk started in the winter. It did. And then, you know, early spring, mid-spring, early summer, whatever, you know, we locked it down. And from there, we did some backwards planning and... You know, I thought we brought our game, you know, in terms of the set, selection, delivery, the visuals. Of course, they have a great stage there. We had the Coffee and Candy film crew, plenty of fans, plenty of supporters, the T-shirts. I mean, all around, I just think it was a home run. And the weather? Oh, the weather. How about that? Rain was in the forecast. Thursday, we're, we're freaking out about the rain. Davy D's telling us on Friday what happens if they cancel it. Yeah. Saturday, we wake up. There's rain in the forecast. Yep. Sunday morning, we get up. It's cloudy. And here you are, the spiritual Mondo, <laughs> in touch with Mother Nature. And you said, JC, don't put that out there. Don't put that negative energy out there. I'm telling you, it rained on Friday. It rained on Saturday. The skies will open with a shiny sun for us on Sunday. And sure as shit, my man, as we traveled south on 95, little by little, the skies cleared. I still, I got a fucking sunburn. (laughs) That's why I say. (laughs) We went from a rain out to a sunburn, man. Trust the process. Trust the process. What's meant to be will be, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, And listen, all aside from the performance, Hats off to the Tiki Beach staff, the bottle girls, the hosts and the cabanas, the bartenders, the security folks at the front desk, Vinny and his team, your boy Vito, DJ Vito Corleone, Eric Skrulus. There was Nook, somebody we met for the first time. Yeah. Gian Varela, who came up from Miami. I mean, across the board, it was great. And let's not forget, I almost forgot to mention, our good friend from New York, JM, who joined us. And that was his debut performance there as well. And he was great, too. I was in the sidelines as he was doing his set. I was listening. And uh, I was liking every single track he was playing. Matter of fact, some tracks I didn't even know what they were but i'm taking notes i'm looking online i'm like this is a good one yeah i gotta add this you know so shout out to jm you know your stuff you know your music my friend listen jm has been a great source of support and connection for us he's a great guy he's going places and 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 hopefully we are too what can i say 
Yeah, it is all a networking thing. When you are able to network amongst your peers and you see that people just like you are out there doing things day to day, you're not alone. There's some struggles involved. Um, it makes it feel like you're on the right track and that uh, with with time and effort, you can just keep getting the next step and the next step and the next step. Without a doubt, if we can do it, anyone can do it. But while we're here on the podcast, I want to put you on the spot because you're a lot more of a planner. You're the OCD guy in this relationship. I'm just kind of like, hey, fuck it. Let's do it. (laughs) And that makes you nervous sometimes. And almost every time we do a gig or we run an event like a block party, we control the equipment. It's our CDJs, our mixers. We know the quality and reliability of the equipment. But this was the first gig that you and I ever went to where all we did was show up with thumb drives and and headphones and popped in and out of someone else's existing setup. And tell us, tell the audience what that was like for you. And by the way, hats off because your your intuition came true. Give us the story. (laughs) Like so much for thinking positive, right? No, listen, so, the fact that you're always thinking about contingencies yeah. makes us prepared for when things go wrong. Yep. The multiple thumb drives, the multiple sets of headphones, just having everything backups, one and two, so that everything goes off without a hitch. And you're great at that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. When we had like prepared for this, one of the things that I'm always conscious about is you know, who's who's playing before us, who's playing after us. What are the settings? Is it just going to be plug and play? Is there any downtime in between to check and test out settings? Everyone uses equipment differently. For example, some people like to use the crossfader to blend back from you know deck A to deck B, player one, player two, whatever you want to call it. Some people like us, we have it disabled. We don't ever mess with that crossfader. Most of the times the guys that do that is because they're scratchers you know more like the hip-hop blend scene and that's great it is a technique that i do not know i never really got it uh so hats off to them but with how we do our thing we don't use a crossfader so that was the first thing that i noticed is the per the like the dj that was before us he was using the crossfader yeah and i remember you looked at me and you said hey the crossfader is activated i predicted this would happen we got to deactivate it when we take over yeah step one just remember when we get up there we got to make sure that we deactivate that. And what else about that particular DJ that was different from us? He was using a laptop, and there's nothing wrong with that either, but we don't. So the settings are a little different of how things are configured, how the laptop talks to the mixer and the players. It's in a, um, uh, like a Contro- MIDI mode. A controller mode. Yeah, yeah. Opposed so, to a player mode. Yeah. Yep. So there's a few adjustments that have to be made and altered for when it goes back to uh, playing with sticks or USB flash drives, SD card, right? Yeah, and 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 we ran into a jam, right? During the changeover, because mm-hmm. typically for the fans and folks that don't know this, sometimes if you're in a nightclub or a festival and there's back-to-back DJs, there'll be a break in between. So the guy coming up can make the adjustments to the equipment that are suitable for his set and his presentation. But the other way of doing it is not to take a break. And at the last song of an individual set, the new guy comes in and, and uh, cues up his first song of the set. So it's a smooth transition and no break in the music. And that's what we experienced this time around. So we, we hopped on the decks. Yep. The laptop got disconnected. Mm-hmm. We loaded up our intro and our, and our first track. 
And sure enough, the pitch control was locked in such a way that instead of playing in the middle, 126, which was our desired pitch for the first half of the set, uh, it was locked in at like 150. Yeah, and, was, we, and we couldn't get it unlocked. It was really fast. Yeah. And because it was daytime out and we couldn't really see the lights that were like indicating if it was on or off, um, it was just kind of a guessing thing. Play it, try it, play it, try it. But when that stuff is happening in the moment, live, um, you almost draw a blank like really quickly. You know, where if we were in the studio and there was nothing around us, you could probably figure it out in about three seconds. Yeah. But when you have the music going and you have a crowd going and you, you see that song counting down from 40 seconds, 30 seconds, 20 seconds, 10 seconds, and you're like, shit, my next song is not going to match up. Because I, I, didn't wanna, totally... I didn't want to hit play on the next track, but but you just said play it because, you know, you felt probably the pressure of the moment. We're in front of all these folks. They're looking at us. Yeah. Let's give them sound. Yeah. Um, I, I would have just stopped it and would have just said, you know, hang on, everybody. There's a little technical issue. Let's get this fixed and do it the right way. But you were caught up in the moment. So I just went with it. And fortunately, we fixed it. Yes, so like Eric came up on stage. Thank you. He helped us out as a tech that he was. Yeah. And I think that was just for the first one or two songs max. Yeah. And then the rest of the show was great. But these technical things, they do happen. And you really have to take note when going to do other shows with other DJs involved. Listen, do you remember a year ago, a year plus when we went to see James Hype for the first time, he had just come over to the U.S. for his first little tour. Hadn't been to Ultra yet or any of that stuff. Yeah. And he played at the Royale in Boston. Mm-hmm. And you pointed out how you thought it was interesting that there was no pause in the transition between the opening DJ and James. And James was fucking pissed because the equipment wasn't functioning properly. He shut it down. He stood up. He started screaming and swearing at the tech folks. Yeah. Because he probably felt that sense of pressure slash embarrassment that was creeping up on us at the very beginning of the set that went away thanks to Eric coming in and saving the day. And then when we went to see James Hype the second time, same venue a year later, his game was much more elevated and they did take a break between the opener and him and they opened it up with the intro and everything was smooth. Yeah. Very, very important that when you are selling tickets, when you have an expectation from people to come out and see you, you want to put on your best show and you don't want to be embarrassed on stage because at that moment, the crowd doesn't know what's happening. So they're just looking at it face value. Oh, man, this dude sucks. He hasn't come on yet and things already fucked up. Right. Yeah, sure. But these things happen. For sure. I mean, look, we watched that little Tomorrowland video Mm -hmm. from Tomorrowland 2023, and Afrojack started his set, and the CDJs weren't working. In fact, anybody that pulls that up on YouTube will see him telling the audience on the microphone, like, hey, sorry, guys, the CDJs fucked up. I got a great set for you. Be patient. And then sure as heck, they they fixed it. Yeah. But nonetheless, that was the only little glitch that happened. That aside. The entire hour. was great. I felt good vibes from that point on yeah me too i i think that in retrospect you know maybe 20 percent of the folks that we anticipated were coming didn't show i don't know quite why i'm gonna suspect that the weather factored into their decision making folks that were back in providence or new bedford or 
southeastern mass probably saw that heavy cloud cover and figured it's going to rain this afternoon. We're not going to go to the beach. Who knows? Maybe the event got canceled. But for those that, that, that hung in there and had faith and went down there, everybody had a good time. It was an honor to open up for Gian Varela. He's much further down the road of music success than we are. He's played ultra. He's played the festivals. He's got plenty of um, originals that have been released, signed to a label and produced. And by the way, he was humble as fuck. We hung out with him behind stage. I hung out with him and his team at the bar. He was welcoming. He was um, complimentary of our set. He invited us to hook up with him when we go down to Florida. We're going to take him up on that, and we're going to continue to expand our friends network in this, you know, amazing industry. Yeah. I wish that we could have added in a few of Coffee and Candy original songs, but I understand why we didn't. As a artist, we are still unknown. Um, so as DJs, we naturally just gravitate to the hits, like you say. We got to play things that people know. Uh, and that's exactly what we did to a T. We stuck to that very well. And it paid off because just about every single song that we dropped, um, there was this excitement because they knew it. And the great thing about it was not only did they know it, but there were certain versions that we decided to play that made it its own unique experience in that moment for they, sure they knew the lyrics but then when the build came up the drop maybe from the original song or a drop that they thought was going to be uh it was something different but when it happened they felt it there was excitement about it right without a doubt and i know exactly what you mean i mean <clears throat> aside from the performances and building these sets we work very hard in the studio coming up with concepts coming up with um prototype sounds and refining them over time to become the finished product that gets posted up on the pools and the streaming services and i know what you mean that you wish that that we could have incorporated more of our music but i think we're still trying to find our sound we talked about this in some prior episodes i mean some of our sounds are sort of melodic house some of them are tech house sound some of them are poppy some of them are remakes of of old tracks that we couldn't get copyrights to. So we're still exploring our boundaries and feeling our way in this journey. What we really need is to get one or more of our songs onto radio that will expose them to the masses. Once the song becomes known, we become known. And then when we play the venue, we're not just the random K&K that's present that day, but folks are coming out to see K&K because they want to hear our music, the originals, and they want to hear what we're able to do with others' music as well. Yeah. So with this segment, speaking of music, uh, we actually took our entire 60-minute set. Intro included. Intro included. The whole thing's there. And we are going to play that in its entirety uh, as I'm like the music segment of a today's show. So just a little backstory. Uh, we didn't get up there and just play one track that was 60 minutes. Okay. <laughs> what we did is, I think you had talked about this when we were packing for the beach, that episode. You started off with a couple hundred songs. You narrowed it down. We got down to like 40 or 50. Uh, we analyzed them all. 
we figured out which ones work best. Yeah. Going with each other, key, we tempo, all that. Custom edits. Custom each edits. Of the tracks. Took everything, chopped it all down to like a minute and a half, minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah. In and out, all the good parts. And then we assembled it. That's right. In about 42 songs, something like that. With all original production in terms of effects and transitions. Yeah. And overlays and mashups. And we generated, I don't know, 47 originals. Something, something like that. That, that, we, something. that we played back to back live. Yeah. And what we've done here, typically our musical segments, 30 minutes, we're going to offer them the full 60 minute set that we've assembled all in one file in order to upload to the podcast service. But we're doing this so the many folks that couldn't join us last Sunday can still have the benefit of the experience that we delivered to so many others yeah and for those that were there and they heard it well this is your chance now where you can play the set over and over and over again and you can relive that moment in your mind of you out there dancing to that 60 minute set that we did on august 27 2023 this is the tiki beach set drop it get ready for your sugar high Yeah. <laughs> 
hills Searching for the thrill of it All alone, alone we are Calling out now to get Never looking down I'm just an arrow what's in front of me All alone, alone we are Could not make sense 
Infectious stuff. Infectious stuff. 
took a blow, took a puff, can't get enough infectious stuff. Puff, 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 blow, low, 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 puff, 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 blow, low, low.
Yeah.
It's coffee and candy, bitch.